Welcome to your Latina Hermana podcast, a safe space where my first-gen Latina and Latino children can feel heard and supported, a community to empower and break generational cycles. My name is Leslie, and I am your host. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. If you're new, welcome. My name is Leslie. I am so excited to have you here today because in today's episode, I want to talk about a few beliefs that I think a lot of us can relate to and have felt the pressures from. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I just want to quickly remind you of our free Facebook group. If you're someone looking for a support group and want to be surrounded with other like-minded women, come join us. Going through this journey of self-improvement, breaking cycles, and healing can feel very lonely. And I felt lonely for a very long time, and I don't want you to go through this alone. So this is why I created this group. So if you're interested, all you have to do is click the link in my show notes or you can find it in the link in all my social media platforms and just request to join. And once I approve it, you'll be able to connect. You can ask questions there and I'll also be going live this month. So this is something that interests you. I'll be leaving all the details in my show notes and I can't wait to see you there. All right, you guys, I am back. So I actually had to take a step back from recording because earlier today, there were so many kids out. They were out here living their best life. They were in their scooters. They were yelling. I know this madre. That margada, like, these damn kids don't let me record. So I took a step back. I went out for a walk. I just got back. It's like 10 p.m. now. So I'm a poco cansada, to be honest with you. Pero... You know what? We got to power through. And I'm very excited about today's talk because I think it's very important. We break down some of the beliefs that have been instilled with us from a very young age. And it's the belief that our worth is valued based on our sacrifices, our productivity, and our performance. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this belief in specific today is because I realized that there's a reoccurring theme with a lot of us where we feel guilty for wanting to go on this healing journey, for wanting to set boundaries, for wanting to move out or moving away to college or maybe not even going to college at all. And so I think there's a difference between us feeling guilty because of our beliefs and then others making us feel guilty because of their beliefs. I'm not sure that makes too much sense. Maybe it kind of coexists. But what I'm trying to get at is that a lot of you guys have been messaging me saying things like, well, you know, I'm setting boundaries or I'm planning on moving out, but they're making me feel guilty or I'm receiving a lot of like negative remarks from my family. And maybe it's not necessarily directed because you're healing or breaking cycles. Maybe it's because you're doing something completely different than what was the usual standard for what you're quote unquote supposed to do. And so a lot of the times I think that when we do feel guilty or when our family makes us feel guilty, it's because it stems from a lot of background and cultural beliefs. And they're the beliefs behind Marianismo and Familismo. And if you haven't listened to a previous episode, I spoke a little bit more in depth about Marianismo and how that inflicts conflict within Latinas. So if you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend you to do so because I really break down 
where these feelings of guilt may stem from, and really going in depth with how the values that our families had and their families had have really been passed on generation after generation to now if you're the cycle breaker in your family, you're perceived differently because you have different values and because you have different beliefs now. And so a lot of the time, us growing up, we were instilled that we have to be self-sacrificing or you grew up being that sibling who took care of everybody else, who made the appointments, who took care of the siblings, who cooked, who cleaned, who was all giving and self-sacrificing. And so now that you're trying to be your own person and you're breaking away from that persona, it can make you feel that you're not worth it or you're not as valuable because you're not productive all the time or you're not sacrificing part of yourself in order for you to feel valued. And so I want to remind you that you are no longer that person. You are a different person. You are an adult now or maybe a young adult. You're living your own life and you're going through your own experiences. So also give yourself grace because you're doing the best you can with the best you have. And back then, you didn't have that many resources. You didn't know that there were other ways for you to feel valued. And your value is not based on your sacrifices or your productivity. But this cultural belief from Marianismo and familismo have made it seem like all your value is based on what you can give to others instead of what you can give to yourself. But remember, you're breaking away from these beliefs. So of course, there's going to be people who are not going to agree with you, especially family sometimes. And it sucks. I know. <laughs> I hate even saying it, but you can't change them. You can only change yourself, which leads me to my next point. It is not your responsibility to fix or heal your family. I know that this is a very hard pill for a lot of us to swallow. This was definitely a very hard pill for me to swallow, but I'm going to give you some insight as to my own experience in hopes that it can help you. So for me, I was always the fixer of the family. I always try to do what was best for them. I always try to recommend them videos, books, podcasts, anything to kind of help them heal their own traumas and help them get through life in general and heal them, like generally heal them and fix them. But just as how someone can recommend you something so much, and if you don't want to listen to it, you're not going to listen to it, it applies to them as well. We can give them the resources, but we can't do the work for them. And again, being the fixer of the family, I always try to do what's best for them. And I would get so frustrated when they wouldn't reciprocate it or they wouldn't take the help. And looking back now, it did more harm to me than it did good to them. We can always give them the resources, but it is not your responsibility to fix them or heal them for themselves. That's something that they have to do on their own if they want to. And again, I know how frustrating this may sound because I was at that point once. This, uh, this was me for years trying to help and heal and fix my father was a common issue for me. And every time he wouldn't want to take the help, I would get very, very frustrated and I would feel very, very hurt. But I realize now that he's the only one that can change himself. Has honestly saved me so many headaches and yeah, like it, it hurts to hear or it hurts to see them suffering or not being the best person they can be, not for us, but for themselves. I understand that feeling, 
but we have to come to terms that it is not our responsibility, nor was it ever our responsibility to begin with. And I think a lot of times because if you grew up being the caregiver, the caretaker of your family, you feel like it is. You feel like it is your responsibility to fix them. But again, it's not. And now that I'm in a healthier point and in a healthier relationship with my father, I'm able to see that he's doing it on his own because he wants to do it. Not because I'm shoving it down his throat, but because he genuinely wants to make that change. And so sometimes it's all about being patient, giving them the resources and just being, hey, listen, like, I think this video will help you. Or, hey, like, I recommend this book. And that's it. At most, if you want to do that. But you don't have to again because it is not your responsibility. And I really wish I had someone telling me this when I was going through it because for the longest time, I was so heartbroken time after time because I always thought that that responsibility fell on me. And if I didn't help them here or if I didn't do it for them, then they wouldn't be able to do it. And maybe you're someone who's currently going through that and you feel the pressures that, no, this is my responsibility. I have to do it. I have to fix them or I have to fix the issues. And the truth is, you don't. Take my word for it. I wish I had someone telling me this. I didn't. But now I'm here telling you. It is not your responsibility. And you deserve to put in all that effort on yourself. And then let the rest follow. If they go through with it, great. And if they don't, keep working for you. And maybe you're someone who's like, okay, well, it's easier said than done. I know. I know it is easier said than done, but it doesn't mean it's not possible. So I'm going to give you a few pointers that have really helped me move forward and hopefully they help you. One of the biggest steps that I took to help myself out was setting boundaries. Setting boundaries in the form where I would physically and mentally remove myself from the situation or the issues that would arise. But before you're able to take any action, I think it's very important for you to find out what your triggers are, what gets you upset or mad or anything but feeling good, and how you respond to them. Because for me, I would lash out and I would fight and I would get so worked up and angry that I found myself mentally and emotionally getting very exhausted because I used all my energy in those problems. And so again, to me, I was able to move out and that helped me tremendously. Now, let's say you're someone who's not able to physically move out, but you are able to physically remove yourself from the situation. I think that's still just as powerful because if you find yourself getting worked up or it triggers you to see or hear the issues, like myself, remove yourself. Find a safe space for yourself, whether it's, you know, your room, going out for a walk, going out for a drive, going to a friend's house, maybe even another family member's house if you feel comfortable doing that. Or even a bookstore where you can kind of distract yourself. Find a place that you feel safe that you love and enjoy being and make that your safe space now of course as i always tell you guys and i'm gonna keep telling you please be safe everywhere you go if you decide to go on walks at night or even during the day or you're going for a drive and you're you know crying you're in your emotions please be very very aware of your surroundings i want you guys to be safe everywhere you go so please 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 be careful okay i love you guys and i want nothing to happen to y'all so again just be careful now the another way that i was able to mentally remove myself and 
really start shifting that narrative that I was telling myself that it was my responsibility is by prioritizing other things. And this kind of leaves an open area for you to explore a lot of things. So what I mean by this is that sometimes we can get so fixated on wanting to fix the issues in our household or wanting to heal our family that we become fixated on it. I'm someone who most definitely became fixated and I made it my entire agenda, my entire personality to fix my family issues without realizing how much it was deteriorating my mental health. And so for me, I realized that I need to start changing my priorities because my priority was my family, was helping them in every and any way. And so to me, I realized that, okay, well, what else do I care about? What matters to me? aside from my family and when you ask yourself this question you kind of give yourself the opportunity to explore other areas of your life and then you're able to shift that focus instead of really being hyper focused on your family you're now able to turn that energy and use it for yourself which i think is very very powerful and important because you take back your power and now you're able to take control of your life and stop fixating so much on your family issues or your family circumstances or you wanting to fix those issues for them and so again to me what really helped me was a combination of both physically removing myself and making more mental space for the things that i care about aside from my family and whether you believe it or not now Trust me that in a few years down the line or even a few months down the line, once you start implementing these practices more often, you're going to take a step back and realize that this is a step towards healing because you're able to now realize that it is not your responsibility and maybe it's hard for you to see it now. Trust me, it was hard for me to see it back then as well, but now I'm in a space where like, I'm like, wow, I, I definitely needed that and maybe I needed it sooner. So like I said, I tell you these things because I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I did. Or maybe you're able to do things differently, which I hope you do. And I hope regardless of any of the advice that you take, I hope that it helps you in your journey. Because I wish I had someone telling me this. I wish I had someone telling me that it's not my responsibility. Because again, for the longest time, I thought it was. And maybe you think it is as well. But once you realize that these are stemming from beliefs that were instilled with you from a child. And now you're breaking apart from those beliefs. There will be people who make you feel guilty, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are guilty or you should be guilty because you shouldn't. It's not your responsibility. And again, it took me a very long time, what, like five years now into this healing journey. It takes time. So be patient with yourself. And the reason why I tell you the amount of years is because sometimes we want a quick fix. We want to just wake up and not care anymore. And the reality is that it's not like that. It takes time, it takes practice, but it's three small steps that count towards healing. And you may not see it now, but in a few years when you look back, I promise you, you're going to see the change. Which leads me to my next reminder, and that's that every small step to healing counts. Literally every small thing that you're doing right now to help you on your journey is helping you. And you may not see it now, but I promise you that when you look back a few months from now, a few years from now, you're going to be like, this was necessary and every small step took you to where you are today i think sometimes we want a big shift you want to do something immensely big in order for us to feel like we're actually putting in the work but it's literally the small things that you do every single day 
that help you get there. And I believe that part of the reason why we feel like we have to do a lot in order for us to feel like we're actually making a shift or a change in our life is because of the value of being productive all the time, that toxic work hustle. And although that's a bit different, it coexists with the feelings of us wanting to do more or produce more work in order for us to feel like we're actually making a change. When in reality, it's the small steps that count. And maybe you're someone like me who's so used to working, 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 putting in work 24-7 that when I do take small steps, it's not enough. But I'm here to tell you that it is enough. It's more than enough. And I promise you, it will get better. And sometimes you may feel like it's not getting better and only because of the amount of work that we're producing. Again, like I mentioned in the beginning of this video, sometimes we feel like we have to be working constantly in order for us to make a shift. We have to feel like we're being on it 24-7 in order for us to feel valued and that we're actually doing something or that we're worthy of it because we're so sacrificing and we're working so hard and so much. But in reality, I think that a lot of that can do the opposite and make things worse for us because then we're in our head 24-7. We're overworking ourselves and that's leading us to burning out and it's just downfall from there and I don't want that for you I don't want you to burn out I don't want you to get so frustrated to the point where you feel like giving up because although yes those moments will come I don't want it to be because you're overworking yourself and not everyone is going to agree with this not everyone is going to look at you and be like wow she's doing the right thing because again a lot of the beliefs that have stemmed from generation after generation make us feel like we're doing it wrong, make us feel like we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And a lot of this judgment can come from our family, either internally or externally. Either way, I want you to remember that, listen, sometimes you will receive negativity from your family or from your loved ones because they can't see what you see. But you know what? You have the vision to change that. You have the vision to change the narrative. And although they may not see it, it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. If anything, you're doing something right and you have the vision to prove to others that it can be done regardless of what anyone else thinks of you. And quite honestly, everyone else's opinions about you should not matter. They are irrelevant because at the end of the day, you were gifted with this vision to see more and to see past all the things that you've been dealt with and you're being the representation that you may not have had growing up and you're being the representation to people who may be looking up to you as we speak. There is so much power in being different, in owning who you are, and staying true to who you are. And you will see as time goes on, you will have those little proofs of success that will prove to you that you are doing the right thing, that you're on the right track. And people may not agree with it, and people may give you side eye treatments, and people might have something negative to say. But guess what? Fuck those people's opinions. That is none of your concern. You focus on you and you're showing others that they shouldn't care what other people think too because at the end of the day, this is your life and you're doing what's best for you. And I want to share this video that I found on TikTok. Now, I don't own the rights to the music or any of that. I don't know whose video this is, but I came across this video and it was a very powerful statement that I think everyone needs to hear, especially if you're someone who does care what other people think or you're trying to break away from caring. And I think this video will serve you so, so much. So I'm going to play it for you guys and hopefully you guys are able to relate to this or able to take something from it. Your opinion is actually none of my business. So if you want to say things about me, if you want to judge me at the end of the day, like 
that's not on me, that's on you. And it's hard. It's hard to be different. It's hard to, you know, put yourself out there. Like, that's why not everyone does it. But I think there's a lot of power that comes from really owning who you are. And by doing that, you get these little, like, bits of success that sort of prove to you you're right you're doing the right thing like follow your dreams now again i don't own rights to this music or this sound i found it on tiktok their account is she is power p-o-w-h-e-r which i think is a dope ass name so shout out to that page for this reminder that i think all of us need to hear once in a while so again remember do you and do what's best for you. People are going to fucking talk. They're going to talk regardless. But don't pay mind to what those people have to say. At the end of the day, you were gifted with this vision. It is set on you for a reason because you're the one capable of doing it. And you're being that representation that not a lot of people have. Even if other people don't see it, even if other people may not agree, even if they have something negative to say. Push that aside and do what's best for you and circle yourself around people who will push you up, who will be there to support you, who are rooting for you. And don't pay mind to the negativity. That can be on the silence for as long as they want to. But keep doing you. You're on the right path and I'm rooting for you. I'm here for you. I love you. And we're going to heal, grow, and learn together. I love you guys so, so much, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that today's talk serves you as a reminder and keeps you grounded in those moments where you feel defeated or you feel like giving up. Don't give up. It's going to get better. I promise you. Please send this to anyone who you think may benefit from this or needs to hear this reminder. I love you guys, and I hope to see you on my next episode. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I love you guys, and I will see you soon. Bye. Bye.